0: Good evening on this awesome December the 24th, 2020. First time in 41 years that we don't have this Christmas Eve service or the Christ Fees as we call it. But we're glad that we can share via the, the technology and come in your home and visit you and uh, overpower the force of covet. And all these things that's going around. Now we speak about something that everybody look forward in. Normally at this time of the year, it's either a Merry Christmas or a messy Christmas. Because a lot of people suddenly their lives were interrupted, change, direction came and correction came so that we can walk in kingdom alignment Now, the whole purpose of the Christ feast is to keep Christ in the Christmas. Come on, somebody. And uh, not commercialize the thing. Now, people say, well, uh, according to tradition, Christmas is not supposed to be in December, in September. Well, if Mary gave birth in September, she became pregnant in December. And that's why Decembers all the time are very important. And I want to help you because the whole announcement was to restore mankind in a better relationship than what the first people were when they were created, Adam and Eve. Because the psalmist comes out and he announced a powerful word because he says, Psalm 19 verse 1, the heavens declares the glory of God. So what's the f- purpose of this Christ feast? It's a celebration because he declares heaven, declares the glory of God. Now, this is the thing why the Bible says we come all short of the glory of God and that we need to accept Christ the Messiah. Now, there's a few things that happened and I want to take you on this quick journey tonight. Normally we start at 10.30 and just finish after midnight and we know people are standing in lines and, but phenomenal, we can reach more than enough people tonight to change the world because that's your mission in life, to make us aware of the greatness, how God chose people to impact the world. And you are a world impactor on this phenomenal night. Now, the awesome story is in Luke chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. And it says, that's with the first Christmas thing that happened. When Jesus, the anointed one, was born. And this is exactly what heavens were doing. It says, and the angel said unto them. Now, there are three wise men. And uh, you'll hear tomorrow morning I mention about there's three women also involved in Christmas. Oh, my word. Elizabeth, the barren one, Mary, the unplanned pregnancy, and Anna, the widow, she lost her husband. But how did they came through everything that possible help all happened to them? <laughs> it says, and the angel said to them, Be not afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Oh, my word. Somebody put a smile on your face and say, this is not a time to be sad and broken. And we've all went through stuff. We all lost some loved ones. We all had some difficulties. We all had some battles. We all had people manifest. But especially for this day, get the joy back. Because heaven declares the glory of God. Now, glory is not shaking and and uh, fall over and all. No, no. It's a continual experience that you live on the inside. And sometimes by faith, it's got nothing to do with what you have experienced, what you feel, what you see, what you hear, what the circumstances may be, what you have and what you have not. It's a belief system to feed that belief system again and say, God manifest himself in the flesh. Oh, my word, and came and dwell among us. Now he says, be not afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. Say all nations are included. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now, good tidings of great joy. The angel was announcing more than the birth of a baby. Come on, somebody. The angel was announcing the most pivotal point in God's wonderful plan to lift man back into the glory of God. Now, if you ever heard me saying, Adam and Eve, God was with them and around them and for them. And then they mess up. And in Genesis 3, this prophecy was made and came to pass. Here in Luke chapter 1, when the angel appeared to Mary. Oh, my word. She hadn't in mind to become pregnant that time. She was not married. She said, the amplified, he said, I didn't even sleep with a man. But God had a plan greater than our mankind's plan. That's why God's plan for your life, even to remind us in this Christ feast time, that there's a greater plan for your life than what you are busy with right now. And That's God's plan. The plan that's got only a plan A. No other plans is made. God just worked in linear way. Oh my word, in one plan. And that's a phenomenal, great plan with no detours in it. If we follow God's plan. How the story of the glory. Oh my word. This is what we need to discover. This is the story about the glory. Because in Genesis 1:26. When God created the earth because his original creation. Now there, the theologians argue between Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, something happened. Now let me just shortcut that and cut that out. And uh, in that chaos, Satan fell and uh, he stood up on the sixth day. And from the center stage, as it were, he made a declaration which rocketed, command somebody, creation from the regions of the dam to the heights of the glory. His word thundered his plan. Say it, his word thundered his plan. That's why huh, my word, the, the chart and the direction and my GPS for my life is the word of God. He says, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. It means man was crowned with glory. And that's the glory, authority, dominion, jurisdiction, power. Oh, my word, God never had in mind that mankind must be a failure or overtaken by the devil or defeated by the devil And the cosmos, the world system. No, he put you on the face of the earth as a powerful ruler. And that's why with the Christ feast, we have something to celebrate. Of the glory was restored, authority, dominion. He crowned us with honor and glory. Now, this is so phenomenal. When you start reading all these things and you, Understand what God was doing. Now, let me get to the point. The real meaning of the Christ feast is John chapter 1 verse 14 reveals it. The word was made flesh and dwell among us and we beheld his glory. Listen, it says the glory as of the only begotten of the father. An accurate translation of the word says, dwelt, extended or tabernacled with us. The Amplified Bible says, and the word Christ became flesh, human incarnate and tabernacled, fixed his tent of flesh, lived a while among us and we saw his glory, such glory as an only begotten son receives from his father. So with everything together, we can say the glory of God tabernacled among us in the body of Jesus. Oh, my word. (laughs) And through his, my word, manifestation and of the father's great plan of redemption in our new birth, he becomes Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1, 27. And this is the real meaning of Christmas, that Jesus in you. (laughs) John at that great revelation. He says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. (laughs) Oh, my word, that's so powerful. It means, oh, my word, Christ, the hope of glory in you. And if he's in you, then you can manifest Think like Jesus, operate like Jesus, manifest like Jesus, speak like Jesus. That's what the Christ feast is about. It's not about presents and Christmas trees. Now that's phenomenal. Children enjoy that. But it's about celebrating the greatness of God. How somebody had her own plan. (laughs) Oh my word. And how man's plan can be interrupted to bring you in the divine plan of God. Now, I've put some things down here uh, in in, uh, Luke chapter number 2. Because remember, God's got a way. There's kingdom living and there's kingdom mission. And I said it during the week. You can never separate the two from each other. Then you're not complete. (laughs) Oh, my word. Because the kingdom living... The Beatitudes, how we shall live and how we shall love and what we shall do. And then the kingdom loving comes that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 10. He called his disciples and sent them. And that's the kingdom mission of us is to manifest the glory of God. What is the greatest miracle on the face of the earth? Not a dead person who's raised. Not a sick person who's healed. Not a blind eye that open or a deaf ear or a cripple that walk. No, the greatest, oh my word, miracle on the face of the earth. When somebody was in darkness and the light, the glory of God comes in. When he believes with his heart, confess with his mouth that Jesus is the Christ And when the glory of God manifests through you in the manifestation of being a true disciple of Jesus, then you become a world changer, a history maker, a planet shaker, an atmosphere changer. Oh my word, you become a new (laughs) wineskin so that the new wine can be poured in you and you can make a difference on the face of the earth. Now listen what happened in Luke's explanation. Because he says, uh, Mary gave birth, and in verse 8, they were shepherds in that vicinity. And living out under the open sky, verse 8, in the field, watching in shifts over the flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood by them. And the glory of the Lord flashed and shone all about them. And they were terrified and frightened. Now, there's a few things in this. Mankind, of think, a messy Christmas that's going to be a merry Christ feast to you. What you will discover, the next thing the angel said, he said, my word. He said, and behold, and the angel of the Lord stood by them. And the glory of the Lord flashed. So what's the first sign of this? Think about the Christ feast. You're going to have a glory Christ feast. (laughs) Oh, my word. Not a panic one. Not a terrified one. Not a hopeless one. You're going to have a glory one. Come on, somebody. He says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Somebody say, I'm going to have a fearless Christ feast. Because the instruction where glory manifests, fear cannot be present. Now, I know in our charismatics and revival mindsets, we think about shaking and all. Now, that's wonderful. People can do that, and I have experienced that. But it means that you're going to display the greatness and the love to love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul. Oh, my word, with every fiber of your being that you can love him and that you can understand, it's gonna be a fearless. They try uh, information and propaganda, tries to get people so negative and in fear and in turmoil. And we understand we're not reckless of what's happening, but we know we have a fearless, my word, you cannot live if you are in a prison. And let me fear be the warden over your life. God wants to you to have a fearless life. To have the victory. And victory starts here in your mind. So that I can have the mind of Christ. He says, behold, and the angel of the Lord stand and flash, and then verse 10, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news. Say it's going to be a Good news, Christ feast. Uh, good news. Tough times never last, but tough people do. And life can kick you and stamper on you and throw you to the ground. It's for you and I not to keep on lying there. It's to get up, dust yourself off, and say, I'm going to make it. I'm not going to die. I'm going to live. And if this old carnal body, flesh, earth suit. <laughs> If I I die in the suit, oh, I'm going to live forever in my spirit, man. And I have the victory over the second death. Come on, somebody. He says, good news of great joy. (laughs) Oh, my word. Which will come to all the people. Well, God has everybody in mind. Everybody on the face of the earth. He says, for you to is born this day in the town of David, a savior, who is Christ, the Messiah, the Lord. The word Lord means rule over somebody in control. (laughs) He wants to Lord over your life. He says, say, I'm going to have a lord over Christ feast. This will be a sign for you by which you will recognize him. You will find him after searching a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And then he says in verse 13, Then suddenly you're going to have the suddenly Christ feast. We're six days away. If tonight is over to the end of the year, God gives us a word that faith can be generate that you're going to end strong, powerful. Oh, my word, more than a conqueror. Oh, you may have a few scars, but your scars becomes your testimony. Come on, somebody. Let the weak say I am strong and let the poor say I am rich. Oh, my word. He says, then suddenly, oh, my word. Turn to somebody, say, this is a victory Christ feast. Not a messy one. No, 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 no. It's a glory Christ feast. It's a fearless Christ feast. It's a victory Christ feast. Then suddenly there appeared with the angel and army of the troops of heaven, a heavenly knighthood, praising God and saying, oh, my word. So you're going to have a victory Christ feast and then a suddenly Christ feast. And that means glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace amongst men with whom he is well pleased. Men of goodwill of his favor. And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem. And see this thing, saying, that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. So what's the next thing you're going to have? A come to pass Christ feast. The greatest gift, what you can think about. Now let me give you, help you. You, Your your question will be, now Gustav, how... You said all these things, look what happened, look all the situations, look all the widows and orphans and, and, and people left behind during this covered thing. Yeah, I understand. There's times in your life that you cannot hold on to God, you too weak of everything that happened, but this is the thing, God holds on to you. Here is the prophetic word. Oh, my word, 4,000 years prior to that. God spoke in Genesis chapter 3, and the promise came. What was that promise? The seed of the woman. You will bite him in the heel, but he's going to crush your head. Victory. Exactly what I said. Yeah, It's a glory Christ feast. It's a fearless Christ feast. It's a victory Christ feast. It's the subtlest Christ feast and it's a come to pass Christ feast because you are a carrier of the prophetic promise. Let me press the rewind button and I'm finishing. This is the shortest (laughs) Christmas Eve service you will ever be in. How does this happen? A woman with an unplanned pregnancy had her own plans And here the angel of the Lord appeared to her. And when he appeared to her, I said it over and over, she developed, she goes through three stages. First stage, the Amplified Bible tells us in Luke chapter 1, 28, And he came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, endued with grace. The Lord is with you, blessed, favored of God. Are you before all women? Listen what happened. And when Mary saw him, she was greatly troubled and disturbed and confused. Three elements, three elements before the announcing of God's divine plan and the coming of God manifest himself in the flesh so that we have a kingdom living and a kingdom mission to live out the divine purposes of God. Listen, troubled, that's where we people are, disturbed, oh my word, and confused. So she's in a disturbed, troubled, confused stage. Now, when you're in that stage, you are trying to figure out, you work with logic and reason, because she answered him, Oh, my Lord, I'm not even married. <laughs> How's this possible? And the angel said to her the next thing He said, Do not be afraid. So disturb, troubled, and confused will always produce fear. Now, hear what the word of the Lord came to Mary. One of the three women that we will still speak about. Remember what we said? Elizabeth Barron, Mary unplanned pregnancy, and I lost her husband, a widow. (laughs) He says to her, do not be afraid because fear is connected to troubled, oh my word, disturbed, and confusion. He says, for you have found grace. In other words, just plain grace to run this race that God has for you. Grace, free, spontaneous, absolute favor, and loving kindness with God. Wow. That's what you have. My word. What happened to Mary when she started agreeing is what happened with you when you accepted the Lord. And I'll tell you in a minute. And listen. You will become pregnant, will give birth to a son. You shall call his name Jesus. He will be the great, eminent, and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his forefather David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob throughout the ages. And of his reign, there will be no end. Somebody say it. Say, God is in control. <laughs> God, God's not the author and the creator and the, of confusion and pain and, and all these things that the world is going through. No, 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 no. Here the angel told Mary, he's going to be the ruler. He is still the great king, the great I am. The one who's on the throne, come on somebody, and you are seated with him because you are in Christ. He says, and Mary said to the angel, how can this be? See, this is what most people walk around with. All the prophetic promises, all what the word says, all what we have from God Every revelation, every promise, what scripture says. But when we weigh it up with trouble, confusion, and disturb, and fear kicks in, that's the only thing you can keep on asking out of reason and logic. Because reason and logic never make sense when God is present. Because what we witness with the Christ birth is a supernatural miracle. Oh, my word. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I have no intimacy with any man as a husband. Then the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit, that's the key, will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud, restoring of the glory. And so the holy, pure, sinless offspring, which shall be born of you, will be called the son of God. And Then he shared about Baron Elizabeth. And listen, your relative Elizabeth in her old age, another great miracle, has also conceived a son. And this is now the sixth month with her, who was called barren. He's going to turn your barrenness into fruitfulness. Didn't God show him strong in December even through all of this? You made it. You made it until the 24th. You're going to made it until the end of the year. You're going to make it by word. And then for with God, this is the key word. Say after me, for with God is nothing is ever impossible and no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Wow. That's why this is what we're going to enter in of this great harvest and this great movement is about souls. It's a combination of the word and the spirit. Now, until now, nothing happened with Mary. But then Mary had to come because God gave us a strong free will. And your will sometimes is your downfall. Because we don't see it from God's perspective. We see it from what we have experienced. Then we build a wall up so that we won't go through that again. And we are actually imprisoned by that thought because it becomes a stronghold in our mind. Can God do it? And I said in one of these keys of faith, that's why you cannot say, why me, Lord? Say, use me, Lord. Oh, my word. (laughs) Don't say, why me? Say, use me. And I'm closing. This is your key. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me, according to what you have said and the angel left her now when you turn over in the pages and tell how she met Elizabeth and John the Baptist jumped up in her womb and then you come where the angel appear and make these announcements and out of these announcements come you will have a glory Christ feast You will have a fearless Christ feast, a victory Christ feast, a suddenly Christ feast, and a come-to-pass Christ feast. But before this can happen, you must agree with heaven, with God. Because what do I need to agree? I cannot stay in disturbed and confused, and troubled mode. I cannot only stay in fear. Fear is believing a lie. While God gives you the assurance through his word, and what the angel said, with God, nothing. The word nothing in every language of the, <laughs> of the nations are the same thing. Is ever impossible. And the word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. See, that's why the parable of the sower is so important. Satan knows the word of God will never return void. You know that nothing is impossible, ever impossible. And no word from God will return without power or impossible of fulfillment. And Satan wants to snatch the word out of you by lifting up your circumstances, your pain, your heartaches, your difficulties, your lack, your poverty, your sickness, whatever the calamity you face. He wants to lift that up so that he understands that man will not live from bread alone, but from every word. That proceeds out of the mouth of God. Will you tonight agree with heaven so that the glory that's already there can be restored and flow over your life? You've heard the word joy there. Here is the word manifested. And John says, God reincarnated in the flesh in Jesus came and walked amongst us for one purpose, to save the lost, to to bring them good news of good tidings, says the one angel, I bring you good news, good news, good news, oh my word, Herod heard about that, that's why he tried to murder all the babies, but God's way is always the final way, make a quality decision tonight, We've preached in different levels during this year. But do it tonight again. Say, God, not my will, your will be done. Not what I want, what you want. Because in him I live, I move, and I have my being. What did Paul write to the church in Ephesus? I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. What a Jesus came? He came as the light in a dark world. And what will carry you through the darkness in the world is the light that's in you so that you can be the light and you can shine and show the world Christ is alive. He was born. He's phenomenal. This is not a sad, sad story. This is a story of great joy. Ha, <laughs> ha, happy, clappy, excited even in the midst of everything you have experienced. Will you pray tonight with me? What an honor to serve you and visit in your home this time of the night. If you have somebody watching with you and it's family and they hear the word of the Lord and they say, I need this light. I need to be like a Mary. I have tried everything. It's not working. I need the glory, the joy of God to be restored back in my life by accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I want you to pray this prayer. Oh, my word. Yesterday, I did a funeral service, a memorial, and we had salvations in that service. That made it worthwhile. Oh, glory to Jesus. That sinners are coming home. Make a quality decision. Every promise in God is yea and amen. It doesn't matter how many. It can only happen when you agree with God. Mary said, let it be done unto the hand servant of the Lord. King James's handmaid of the Lord. Will you pray that prayer tonight? Say, Lord Jesus, I heard the word of the Lord. And on this 24th of December few minutes away from the 25th, I pray a prayer to restore the glory. Your word says we all come short of the glory of God. Because I am a sinner, Lord, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. And I call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Forgive me my sin. Wash me in the blood. Put my name in the book of life. I will serve you. Because when you told Mary, he's going to be Lord of all. Lord, come and lord over my life. Be the Lord. <laughs> the one that can lead and guide and control my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every other person that says, I had enough of this nonsense that's going on in the world. I want to agree with Mary to stand out tonight. Oh, my word. <laughs> to experience the suddenness. The word come to pass. A fearless. I let my fear go I let everything go, but it can only go when you pray like a Mary. Are you ready tonight? Say, here are the hands, servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word over my life. And I say, thank you tonight. I give you 100% permission, Holy Spirit, to take control. God, (laughs) I'm going to obey heaven and be a doer of the word. And strong in 2020 because I got an injection by the Spirit tonight by agreeing with God. Agree every day with God. Have a phenomenal Christ feast. Love your family. Oh, my word. Be excited and shine as the light of Christ, the glory of God, and wherever you go in the mighty name of Jesus. You are what the Word says you are. You can do what the Word says you can do. You will achieve what the Word says you will achieve, and you can have what the Word says you can have. you redeemed from the curse of the law so that the blessings can come upon you. In Jesus' mighty name. Live the great life. The Christ-feast life. Keep Christ in Christmas. And you will see the greatness manifest. We love you. See you on Sunday in all the different meetings. The 8 o'clock uh, AM Afrikaans. And uh, then two 930 services. Bonnie Bray and uh, at Eagle Street number 3. Then all the 10 o'clock services. And then Sunday night, 6 o'clock, we live broadcast again. And you're going to be phenomenal of what God is doing. We even broadcast the 9.30 uh, a.m. service on loftel.com. Share with somebody. Tell somebody. And we pray for everybody that go through some infirmity, go through the covert thing, and we say no weapon formed against you shall prosper in jesus name we love you from elder toy family and the duplices and the fontoners and the smiths and whoever is involved in this family to your family god bless you and we love you